Boys are a lot less drama than girls, but they are harder to keep alive. Am I right? Join me this week as I talk about raising godly men. And welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. Our desire for our sons is that they grow up to be godly men. You may be raising your son alongside a godly husband. Maybe you're raising him as a single mom by yourself. I've been there. Or maybe you're a caregiver or a grandparent. Whatever your situation may be, rest assured that your obedience to Christ is what's going to make all the difference in the world in their lives. We live in a fatherless society today. Many children, both boys and girls, are being raised in a fatherless home. Although there is a deficit in the lives of our girls, I truly believe the greatest deficit is in the lives of our sons. The impact of a father in teaching his son how to be a man is so huge. I imagine many of the things we hear about in the news today would have never happened if some of these men had had a solid father figure to follow. I want to encourage you, mom, if you are in this alone, I have walked in your shoes. Timothy in the New Testament had an unbelieving father. It was the righteousness of his grandmother and his mother that made the difference in his life. My walk of obedience did make a difference in my son's lives, and it will make a difference in your son's lives too. Here's the encouraging thing. God brought Paul into Timothy's life to mentor him. Imagine being mentored by Paul of all people. There is always hope when we walk in obedience to Jesus. He has the best interests of our sons at heart as well as a plan and a purpose for their lives. I want to talk to you about five points that we're going to focus on this week as we talk about raising godly men. If you aren't raising boys, don't check out on me right now. These are qualities that you can be praying for in your future hus- the future husband of your daughter. Praying for your future sons-in-law is so important, and it's really cool when you finally get to meet them, and you can look at them and say, I've been praying for you. So let's get started. I'm going to go to 1 Peter 5, 6 and 7. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. For our sons to have a right relationship with God, they have to be humble. Humility and dependency on anyone are really hard for a man. They are hardwired to be the head of the house, the provider, and to be independent. The deception in our society is that pride is what makes a man great. Here's the truth. Humility is what makes a man great. Teaching our sons humility is going to run countercultural for you and for them. 
Without humility, though, our sons will never be teachable and will strive to do everything out of their own strength and power. A humble spirit is what is needed for them to be all God created them to be and to do all God created them to do. Job 31.1 says, I made a covenant with my eyes not to look with lust at a young woman. The porn industry is booming. Did you know that it is believed to be a $97 billion business and it is a big contributor to the American economy? That is a staggering statistic. But clothing covers less and less. Social media has become an open door to send nude pictures. It's an age-old problem. Women are the objects of sexual pleasure. Boys and men lust after women without any concern that their lust is even an issue. The more women are depicted as sexual objects, the less and less women are viewed by our sons the way God created them. The Genesis account of the creation of a woman for the man gives us a beautiful picture of the value and importance of a woman. God declared that it is not good for man to be alone. He caused Adam to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took a rib from Adam. It was from that rib that God created Eve. Everything that God created was created out of the dust of the earth, except for a woman. She was created out of the flesh of man. It wasn't until God created a woman for Adam that he was done with creation. Women are the crown jewel of creation. They are a gift from God to a man. Our sons need to view women from this perspective. They need to understand that women are not objects to be used, but gifts from God to walk alongside them in life. 1 Timothy 4.12 says, Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in, what you, in the way you live, in your love, in your faith, and your purity. Paul exhorts Timothy to step up to the plate in maturity in this passage. As a parent, it is our responsibility to raise sons who are mature and have a respected reputation. Here are five ways Paul encourages Timothy to be an example. And I believe these are the five ways we should be encouraging our sons as they grow. In what they say, in the way they live, in the way they love, in their faith, and in purity. Let's face it. If we allow our sons to act immaturely, they will never grow to have a respected reputation. We must step up to the plate as a parent and not tolerate immaturity in our sons. Proverbs 3.13 says, Joyful is the person who finds wisdom, the one who gains understanding. Listen, my son. Solomon, in the book of Proverbs, is talking to his son on how to attain wisdom. The attaining of wisdom comes through a teachable spirit by listening to his father's and his mother's teaching. He goes on to say that the teachings of his parents are like garland that grace his head and, and a chain to adorn his neck. Raising sons who desire to seek wisdom from the teaching of their mom and dad will ensure a man who is willing to seek wisdom from God. Creating an environment where our sons feel safe to come and ask for advice is critical to their development and dependence on God when they are grown. 
But how do we create that kind of an environment where our sons want to come to us for wisdom? I had a friend tell me once that if I wanted to hear about the important things that were going on in my son's life when they get older, I would have to be willing to listen to the small stuff now. I want to tell you that was one of the best pieces of advice I ever got in raising a son. It begins when they're very young, listening to sports scores every morning at the kitchen table. I did that for years. But now my grandson is talking about his Hot Wheel Monster Jam trucks for hours. We have to be willing to listen to them share about their day at school or their hockey game or their soccer practice or their chess club. It's about just listening. As we begin to take that time to listen, our kids are going to learn that they have a listening ear. They learn that we value everything they have to say and we are building a trust with them that gives them the freedom to come and ask about the hard things in life down the road. Maybe your son has grown and they don't come to you for wisdom. Begin by being just a listener. Tell them you trust them to figure it out. Thank them for sharing without giving any unsolicited advice. You'll be surprised at how much that builds trust. And before you know it, they want to know what you have to say, which will give you the opportunity to point them back to God, who is all wisdom. 1 Timothy 5.8 says, But those who won't care for their relatives, especially those in their own household, have denied the true faith. Such people are worse than unbelievers. The courts are full of them. Fathers who've ditched their responsibility to provide for their family. I bet you know at least one woman who is a single parent and she's parenting her children with no support from their father. Or maybe you know a father who's been ditched by his wife to raise the children alone with no support from her. As moms and dads of sons, we must instill in them a responsibility to provide for their family, no matter what it takes. They will get that work ethic from their home environment. Sons who have parents, whether they are together or not, who are diligent to provide for their families will be sons who grow up with a good work ethic and a sense of responsibility to their family. May our sons never be counted among those who are worse than an unbeliever. We're going to be talking about this all this week in the Raising Kids Together Zoom room. Won't you join us? We would love to have you. Simply click the button on the front page of the website, RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org, which I will put in the description of this podcast. We meet every Monday through Friday, and we would love to meet you. Come as you are and come when you can. Let me pray for us this week as we focus on raising godly men. Heavenly Father, thank you for the privilege of raising boys for your kingdom, for raising them to be godly men. Lord, I ask that you would just wrap your arms of love around these moms and dads, that you would give them focus, that you would give them wisdom as they raise their sons, and that, Lord, our sons' hearts would be soft and pliable and teachable. Help them to be humble, Lord. Help them to see women in a healthy way. Lord, help them to be providers, to grow up to be providers, strong providers of their families. Lord, thank you that you are in control and that you love us and that you love our sons and that you have a plan and a purpose for them. In Jesus' name, amen. This 
podcast has been brought to you by the Raising Kids on Your Knees Rest, Refresh, Renew Retreat held in beautiful Asheville, North Carolina. This year's retreat is being held on September 18th through the 20th. You can go to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and get all the details as well as register. I hope to see you there.